Welcome to Today's Issues, offering a Christian response to the issues of the day. Here's your host, Tim Wildman, President of the American Family Association. Well, good morning, everybody. Welcome to the program Today's Issues on American Family Radio. Thanks for listening to AFR. I'm Tim Wildman with Ed Vitagliano. Good morning, Ed. Good morning, Tim. And Fred Jackson. Good morning, Tim. And uh, folks, as I said, we thank you for listening to AFR. Uh, We have some good news for those who watch us on YouTube. (laughs) Uh, Brent Creeley, our producer, uh, informed us last week what day was it you came and said we've been we've been it was Thursday of last week we had violated community standards again I'm ashamed of ourselves quite frankly guys we have been violating community standards left and right frankly it's you know we would like to you know apologize but we don't know what we're apologizing for <laughs> because right. YouTube wouldn't tell us I'm kidding. We, we we said nothing wrong. We had nothing to apologize for. However, uh, you came to me this morning, Brent, and said what? Um, I submitted a, an appeal. They give you an option to appeal their decision. So right. I submitted an appeal thinking, yeah, I'm not going to hear anything back right. as usual. But, however, this morning uh, when I got in, I looked, and they granted us an appeal. Mm-hmm. I had asked them to show which community standards we violated where it was in the program, and they never answered that, but said, you have an appeal. You, okay, we won. We won. I bet it's rare, extremely rare, that they would reverse themselves, YouTube, because uh, they don't have to, and they don't have to say anything. They don't have to tell you why or why not. It's kind of like your parents, you know, because I told you so. Right. Yeah. You know, there's no appeal to that. <laughs> or or maybe it's kind of in the other direction, Tim. More maybe it's more like when your kids are crying yeah. and you can't find out what they're crying about. Right. And you ask and you ask right. and, and they just don't answer or right. they they're crying so much. Maybe that's what social media is kinda like. I yeah. I was really trying to figure out what had we said that was wrong. I wasn't on the program. You were, I'm I not one right. of the bad you guys. On the program. Well, I, I I'll tell you what probably happened, and what I'm about to say probably is going to get us banned again. <laughs> 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 we were talking. Uh, we were just speculating and guessing, Fred, because we we couldn't figure out what in the world we said that was in violation of any YouTube community standards. Yeah. But we were talking about COVID, uh-huh. and uh, that it is going around again, mm-hmm. but that uh, it wasn't as lethal mm-hmm. as the first wave or two COVID was in terms of affecting people's lungs. Right. It's making people sick like they had the flu, but it isn't uh, as dangerous. Mm-hmm. That's, that's what I said. Yeah. And then I referred to Dr. Anthony Fauci as lord fauci and i just wondered maybe they didn't like me calling him lord fauci because he lords over the health concerns of of america right maybe it's when you called him a little italian leprechaun (laughs) maybe that was maybe that was part of it now italian leprechaun wouldn't that be an oxymoron it's it's something there's something wrong with it (laughs) because it's irish Irish. yeah yeah but uh, anyway so the good news is that uh it's a couple of good news. Good news is YouTube did relent, or they did 
accept our uh, appeal and reverse. I, my guess is they had a, probably about a 22-year-old summer intern from Cal Berkeley who said, I, I, I think I'm going to listen in to that right-wing radio uh, today and see if I can't find something. Because it was during the show, wasn't during, it? It was during the show. It wasn't like two hours later. Yeah, they stopped uh, They stopped our streaming about 10, 15 minutes before the end of the show. Right. So they stopped it. So they had a... They had, some, I guess, somebody listening to the show, or either somebody listening to the show who doesn't like us, who reported us to YouTube yeah. that we had said something wrong. Well, can I just can I just address that person, whoever that person may be? <laughs> if you are working for YouTube or right. you're just listening and are probably going to complain again, we just want to <laughs> let you know. No, sir, I'm serious. That Jesus loves you, and and uh, God has a plan for your life, and it involves heeding the call of the gospel and we just we just encourage you to mm-hmm. uh to consider turning your life around and repenting of your sins and giving your heart and uh, and life to jesus christ now it it's all going to go downhill from here you know in terms of our discussion if if right. we're to the left of where we are but uh we can and, we just, that, and i would say that we try our best here now know, knowing that we we're being watched right. by by the YouTube uh, summer interns, <laughs> that uh, we we try to space out our words when we talk about things that trigger mm-hmm. uh, left wing people. For example, Ed and I will demonstrate yes uh, how we try to separate our words so that we don't uh, you know make an algorithm. Yeah, tr- we don't want to trigger any. We algorithms. don't want to trigger any algorithm. Make algorithms go tilt. Right. For example. Uh, so we, so we try to separate our words. So now I don't know how we're going to escape what we're about to do right. in terms of human surveillance yes. of said program, this one, but let's demonstrate again to our listening audience, how we avoid algorithms. Go ahead. Yes. Well, we refer to, th- to things like Ivy Mectin. Mectin. No, yeah. let me do it. Okay. Go ahead. <laughs> Because if you you do it in the same voice, you're going to trigger it. Oh, probably. okay. Even All if right. there's a second or two separation, okay. The Albert Mecton. that that will go. You know that will buzz at YouTube studios or yeah. audio, uh, uh, headquarters. Right. And uh, anyway, so we're or back. Hydrox, uh, cookies. Cookies. Yeah. Uh, hydroxy cookies. Yeah. Hydroxy, hydroxy cookies. cookies. See how we did that. <laughs> And our listeners, our our usual listeners, know what we're talking about. Exactly. Hey, listen, the COVID, Fred, the COVID is going. uh, That's how many Southerners refer to it. uh, (laughs) The COVID. The COVID uh, is going around, but uh, it doesn't seem to be. I don't think America is going back to any shutdowns or. No, we remember talking about Dr. Fauci last week. Yeah. Was back on the air. He's been away for two or three weeks because he got COVID. And it's it, been quadruply vaxxed. Yeah, well, quadru- yeah, vaxxed, and I think four boosters. Vaxxed twice, four boosters. Right. He's up to date. Yeah. I, I mean, yeah. this is him talking. Well, he's actually added a, an, another arm. <laughs> if you, if you, Something if additional. You've seen to him get, recently. Yes, yeah. but that fourth booster, you grow another arm. But yeah. go ahead. But uh, And he said, you know, he tested positive, then tested negative, uh, and then a day later tested positive again. So he was on the air with Neil Cavuto talking. By the way, there is breaking news on Dr. Fauci this morning. He has announced he is stepping down at the end of President Biden's first term. 
And he says, I expect. <clears throat> so disappointing. Yeah. He's 80 or 81. Yeah, he's up there. He, he's. Yeah. Which which is which is still young for leprechauns. I mean, they live. <laughs> Come on, they live a lot. Yes. You're 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 inviting it. trouble. You're, you're, you're inviting really a, <laughs> a, a, a permanent ban. Sorry. <laughs> I'm going to see if I can come up okay. with the way an Italian leprechaun would talk. Okay. Because it's not going to be the, you know, short of me gotta, it's not going to be the Irish, you know, you know oh, the lucky challenge. You work on that, okay. and when you're ready to present it to our listening audience, you come back to us, all right? Okay. But Dr. Fauci's retiring, is that what you're saying? Yes, apparently he's announced, uh, uh, he did an interview on the weekend, I think it was, and he said, yeah, at uh, when uh, Joe Biden has finished his first term, that he's going to step down. He fully expects that should... The Republicans win the House, that he will be the subject of some degree of investigation about all the shutdowns. He said that? Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> well, so, he also he made an announcement, this is kind of on a personal level, that he and Rand Paul will be vacationing together. <laughs> right. Coming up, in, coming up in August, they're, they're going to hit the beach uh, somewhere. Mm-hmm. All uh, that water under the bridge uh, between yes. them. That's a, it's, it's a heartwarming yes, thing. They'll be hitting something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Huh? Oh man, yeah. That, I, maybe a a pay per view wrestling match between <laughs> Rand Paul and Anthony Fauci. Maybe that I can't imagine the money that would raise. Man, huh? in this corner, right. <laughs> uh, because I don't know how how big is Rand Paul. Is he pretty good size? Oh, he's, he no, he's five eight, five nine, okay. one hundred and sixty five pounds. Oh, probably. that could be a pretty good. So that's pretty good he, he, and, he and Fauci would weigh in. You know, if they were doing the, the yeah the, the uh, fight. You know how the fighters weigh in? They yeah. would be. They'd probably be about the same. Uh, now, I think Rand Paul's probably got a twenty-year youth advantage. Yes, on him. Uh, all right. So, uh, if you want to watch us on the internet again, YouTube or Facebook, you just type in today's issues. Today's issues, and you can watch us on YouTube or Facebook. And on our Facebook page, we do post the stories that we are discussing today on this here show. Uh, all right, Fred, what else you got leading the news? Well, morning? leading the news this morning is actually a federal judge's decision from uh, late on Friday afternoon, Friday evening. U.S. District Judge Charles uh, Actually, I believe it is, Jr., a uh, appointee from uh, former President Donald Trump, he ruled uh, in favor of 20 state attorneys general who sued the Biden administration and directives that the Biden administration put out uh, last year. Uh, Basically, the directives were uh, pointed towards states that were bringing in laws that said, you know what, Uh, a male who says he feels like a female cannot participate in women's sports. That was one thing. The other thing, uh, the directive from the Biden administration would require schools and businesses to provide bathrooms and showers to accommodate transgender people. So you had 20 states that were bringing these restrictions into place. Uh, The Biden administration issues these directives saying, no, you can't do that, and we may punish you financially if you bring those directives in. Well, this judge said, no, the Biden administration, the federal government does not have that right. Uh, So for now, uh, those directives have been quashed. Is it, does that also include, I know the Biden administration here just before summer, uh, I think, had, had told school districts that we'll, we'll consider cutting off your lunch funding for school 
mm-hmm. if you don't institute this. Is the was that in the mix here, or is that a separate issue? Do you know? I, I'm not sure if it's a separate issue. I, I think this decision, the federal government still has the right to say we're not going to give a particular school district money anymore for okay. lunch programs. Uh, so I, I I don't think this judge's decision would forbid the Biden administration from doing that, just out of meanness. Yeah. Uh, this was a <clears> – so, just to be clear, Biden and his administration wanted to force schools all over America to allow boys to shower with girls and be in the changing uh, sports facilities and other places with girls if the boy said, I'm, I feel like I'm a girl. Is that what we're talking about here? Yes. Well, and we're also talking about the – Leah Thomas and sports teams, sports teams, sports teams. That's the, been a big one. The sports teams, the girls would have the girls teams would have to accept uh, males if yes. the, if the male said I'm I, I feel like I'm a girl. Yes. And so this federal judge says not so fast. Can't do that. You, you can't do that. Mm-hmm. Uh, so uh, who's the federal judge? Because uh, we need to send him. U.S. Up. District Judge Charles A T C H L E Y. It's either Ackley or Atchley. Junior. Send him a big thank you, and he uh, he was appointed by uh, President Trump, right? Yes, federal judge in Tennessee. Yeah, let me just make a point here about uh, the federal courts and the Supreme Court. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, had President Trump, then candidate Trump, not beat Hillary Clinton, <laughs> our federal court system would be dominated by the secular progressive ideologues okay supreme the supreme court the three nominees that president trump was able, was able to get through to be on the court they would have been uh they wouldn't have been conservatives they would have been flaming liberals okay and so it, it would have been it would have been a left-wing left-wingers paradise in terms of being able to mandate things for the American public to do. Uh, and the courts would have said, yes, the federal government, the president has the right to impose whatever, whatever on people. And it would have been the kind of people like the Biden, like president Biden just nominated and was confirmed like Katanji Brown Jackson. Yes. She, a, yes. a woman who said, Okay, the first black woman appointed to the Supreme Court who said she does not could not even define what a woman was because she's not a biologist. Right. So so uh, the I don't want to revisit the past too much, but I can't help it here. The people who especially our fellow some of our fellow Christians who says who said to us, uh, you, you can't vote for Donald Trump and be a Christian or be a good Christian or whatever. Right. Remember that? Remember yeah. that argument back in 2016? Right. Um, and 2020. Yeah. The, the same people who don't say anything about who the Democrats are running for president. Right. They don't say anything about Hillary Clinton or Biden. They just criticize the uh, Christians, the never Trumpers is what I'm calling. And not all of them are Christians, but let me just say this. We had a binary, as they say, choice in, between Clinton and Trump. And had and Trump promises to appoint uh, good federal judges, conservative federal judges. Hillary Clinton's going to uh, appoint flame and liberal judges that control our lives. And you're you're, you're telling me 
that it's wrong to care about that because Donald Trump uh, doesn't have the personality that you like right? <laughs> or says something uh, wrong or tweets something mean every once in a while. So our, our Republic, quite frankly, was at stake when it was Trump v. Clinton. And thank the Lord, Trump won for the reasons I just mentioned, primarily the judges. Yes. Well, look at the look at the recent rulings just this summer, just weeks ago. Yes. If if President Trump had not won and Hillary Clinton had won and the scenario you just laid out in terms of these leftist lunatic uh, judges yes. had been put into place, we would have lost two religious freedom cases. Coach Kennedy would have lost. All right, we would have lost. We would not have overturned Roe versus Wade. We would have lost the New York Second Amendment case. Well, we're talking about a radically different country in 2022 than the one we have now. And listen, I, I, I don't apologize for doing this. People like Russell Moore, people like Bible teacher Beth Moore and others who criticized didn't just disagree with Christians who were planning on voting for Trump or who did vote for Trump. They castigated Christians who voted for Trump. You know, imply that we were not good Christians. Several, several Christian leaders did that. Yes. Uh, anyway, John Piper, I think, did that. John Piper. Timothy Keller. Yeah. So, and we're not saying they aren't. We're not saying those people we just named are not Christians and astute teachers and they don't love God. We're not saying that at all. They are fellow Christians. We're not going to do what they did. But we are calling them out for trying to guilt trip the rest of us, (laughs) right? For, for, for voting for uh, Trump over Clinton in particular. And then when Trump be Biden with there, there again, not, not really a choice. Yeah. Uh, What, What kind of galls me is some of these people that you're mentioning have been celebrating the Roe v. Wade decision, but never mentioned Trump. Right. They just think it's wonderful right. what the Supreme Court right. did. They have come out and said that they have applauded this? Some, okay. some of those who yeah. have criticized in the past about voting, they're, they're really happy about Roe v. Wade. But, but they, we wouldn't have the reversal of Roe versus Wade had it not been for Christians voting for Trump in 2016 because Christians voting for Trump in 16 is what put him over the top. Yes. Okay? Yeah. Now, again... Uh, do, do, do we always have, uh, well, rarely do we have perfect choices when it comes down to who the president, who, who the Republicans or Democrats will put up for the presidency. But, uh, but since, uh, for the last 150 years or whatever, I have to look at my, at my history to make sure I'm exactly correct. A, the president has either been a Republican or a Democrat. So one or the other is going to be president of the United States, or I call it CEO of America. And so you don't, uh, given the choices that you have, you have to make the best. And given the stakes, as we mentioned here, because a president, no more, there's no more important job uh, that a president has, in my view, uh, with the possible exception of being the military commander in chief which might rival what I'm about to say, but the appointment of federal judges, including Supreme Court judges, who have lifetime tenures uh, uh, and and, and impacts uh, the lives of Americans, as you just laid out, in many, many ways, significant ways, uh, it matters who's going to appoint those judges. And uh, so that's 
that was a big deal for many Christians. And in this, this case we just talked about, even though that's just a preliminary injunction, right, so right. That, that could, that could change. But that was a Trump appointee who was nominated to the federal judiciary, and that is not the ruling we would have gotten had the situation been reversed in 2016. Yes. And let me also say this. I mentioned this before. Uh, yes, President Trump deserves the most credit for these judges, but also uh, Senate uh, uh, Republican leader Mitch McConnell, who a lot of conservatives don't care for, right. and President Trump doesn't care for him. I know that for for other reasons, but he does deserve credit for shepherding through right. uh, the Senate, and it's a very tough with some very tough opposition. Yeah. Uh, to get those three Supreme Court justices on the bench. Uh, yeah, so true. He does, uh, does deserve credit for that. You're listening to the radio program, Today's Issues, on the American Family Radio Network. All right, next story, Fred. In a somewhat related story, mm-hmm. and I'm going to st- uh, let me read the first three words of this story. A transgender woman. Whenever you hear a news story, mm-hmm. say, a transgender woman, they're really talking about a man, all right? So this is a story out of New Jersey. A transgender woman incarcerated at a women's only prison in New Jersey has been moved. Why? Because two of the real female inmates got pregnant. By him? Yes. Yeah. The him who calls himself a her. Yes. So he could get, so he could. uh, Serve out his time. I'll tell you what, guys. Can we just can you just, can you can we just put me in a separate uh, uh, an alternative universe for a minute here? Yes, because okay. I I think I'm going to be joining you in okay. that universe in just a okay. second. Okay, so put Tim in a in an alternative universe here. I'm not a Christian. Uh, I'm just you're a criminal. Uh, I'm a criminal. I get I go before the judge, and I know I'm going to get to go to the male or the female prison. I'm telling him I'm a woman. Right. Every day of the week. That's huh? That's right. I am a girl. Yeah. You hear me, girl? <laughs> I'm a girl, and I want to go to the girl's prison. And, Judge, you have no right to say I'm not. No, because you don't know how I feel. You right. Don't, you don't know what's inside me. That's, that's right. I feel like I'm a woman, to yep. borrow from Shania Twain. <laughs> no, I think she says I feel like a man. Or I don't know what that song was. But anyway, the point is, uh, I think you're going to see more and more of this where uh, dudes figure out they can go live with the chicks in That's the right. prison instead of having to deal with those uh, burly men at the other prison. Yes. What do you think about that, Ed? Well, listen, that's just that's human nature. It's like saying, all right, Ed Vitagliano, alternate universe. Yeah. We're gonna see, you have two options. You can go to this prison that serves slop for food or the one that has an all-you-can-eat pizza buffet? You choose. Okay. I'm, I'm right. Italian. I want to go to the all-you-can-eat. That's human nature. You're going to try to escape as much pain as possible and try to get yourself in the best situation you can. And this is what that guy did in this prison. Right. This is New Jersey, was it? New Jersey. And he got two women pregnant. Yeah. Yeah. He got two women pregnant. Because women are going to act like women as well in this alternate universe right yes this is gonna this this is how idiotic this whole movement is as ed always says reality is a harsh teacher well now they've moved this guy 
who said he was a woman so he could be in prison with the girls. He goes in there. He gets two of them pregnant in prison, and now they have now they moved him back to the dude uh, right. where the dudes are, huh? So. Uh, Anyway, and he's going to wish he was in an alternative universe now. <laughs> Good thing the program is coming to a break. Yeah, I bet you he put away the high heels. Yeah, <laughs> we, we shall return. We shall return momentarily. What does the American Family Association stand for? AFA upholds the truth that all human beings, including the unborn, are created in the image of God and are worthy of life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. These values and more are part of our mission to inform, equip, and activate individuals to strengthen the moral foundations of our culture. We also support the church. We want to be a leading organization in biblical worldview training for cultural transformation Thank you for standing with us. Hello, everyone. Tim Wildman, president of American Family Association and American Family Radio. Hey, an update on our Israel trip scheduled for March 2023. We're about a third full. So two-thirds remain. That is uh, the seats we have available for our trip to Israel. It's going to be a lot of fun. We're very excited to take a new group of pilgrims across the pond, across the Alps, across the Mediterranean, and land our plane in Tel Aviv, bus to Jerusalem, and here we go. Again, that's in March 2023. The itinerary, the cost, all we'll be doing and seeing. You can read about everything associated with this trip by going to twholyland.com, twholyland.com. March is a great month, typically, weather-wise, to visit And so that's one of the reasons we schedule it for that month. Again, TWHolyAnand.com to check out the trip. Hello, Americans. I'm Todd Stern. Stand by for news and commentary next. Uh, My goal as a teacher is to impart knowledge and then be able then for them to take it and turn it into wisdom. As we teach, I think, okay, five years down the road, how will the material that I am teaching them really affect their lives and their careers. Hi, Todd Starnes here. Truett offers biblically-centered degree programs. Check out truett.edu slash Starnes. Fewer Americans are going to college, and that's not necessarily a bad thing. The National Student Clearinghouse Research Center says undergrad enrollment is down nearly 7% over the past two years. That means more than a million 18- and 19-year-olds decided to go to trade school or enter the job force. Again, not necessarily a bad thing. Now, the academic world is blaming the drop on the China virus, but I contend there are some other factors. First and foremost, debt. Kids don't see the value of getting saddled with tens of thousands of dollars in student loan debt. They've seen their older siblings returning from school only to live in their parents' basement because they can't get a job with their gender studies degree. And that's another factor. Woke policies, critical race theory, preferred pronoun training. Northern Arizona University is forcing students to take four diversity classes before they can graduate. So it's understandable that kids who already know their pronouns would rather skip the drama and jump into the workforce. Again, that's not a bad thing. I'm Todd Stearns. You will seek me and find me when you seek me with all of your heart. Jeremiah 29, 13. American Family Radio. This is today's issues. Email your comments to comments at AFR.net. Past broadcasts of today's issues are available for listening and viewing in the archive at AFR.net. 
Now, back to more of today's issues. Welcome back, everybody, to today's issues on American Family Radio. <clears throat> so as a husband, I'm feeling pretty good right now. Is that right? Yeah, I was given four things to do this morning. Yeah. How many have you got done? Four. Four, all four? Four for four. Check, 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 check. And and the show started at 10, so you got that done before Allison 10. Allison just said, I'm so proud I can't even speak. I got, the, <laughs> I just got a text from her. I'm, I'm sharing a, a, a gold star I'm sharing day. a family, <laughs> a husband, wife text here, but I mean, that's. That's a gold star day. She also said, I'm at a loss for words, <laughs> which See, I, don't, I don't know how to take that. Now, now you're making it, now I you're know. making this kind of worse because now I'm. Now I'm well, thinking. Well, just uh, what do you? Right, what do you? What's your normal? That's kind of like. Well, that's why I was kind of like. Uh, I was four for four on things to do this morning, but yeah. like, the expectation was <laughs> that I would be two out of four. I would be two for four by lunch. <laughs> right. So thus, she's quote at a loss for words. End quote. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, um, you're probably setting some precedents over the last ten days. You mean raising my bar? Where I well, won't be able to keep up. You told our audience that your your wife yeah. had knee surgery. She did knee replacement surgery. Knee replacement. So you've been extra special. The old teacher quit kicking me too. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'll damage your knee. Huh? I told her. Kept telling her that. Yeah. yeah. But what, now, but you've raised an expectation though, Tim. What's that? Because you've been extra nice and helping out. Yes. Yes. And re- and responsible. Yes. And so, thoughtful. So I and humble. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, all three of those. I check, check, check. Right now, okay. your wife knows what what's what the, you're capable what's of. Your, that is that is a downside. That was it. always in high school. That was always the catch twenty two. When my parents would say, "We know you're capable of doing better," right, and then when you actually do it, they say, "Now we know you can <laughs> right. do it." I know that is you set you set your bar too high. So you need right, <laughs> yeah. That's uh, uh, was that w- the, the universal expression used by parents, probably even still today, when it comes to kids in school, is uh, your disappointment. Oh well, no, oh, different, different, no, no, different expression. Is uh, is, uh, is uh, you 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 don't what apply, apply yourself. Apply, oh yeah, I, I got your, that all you, the time. you need to apply yourself. Yeah. I just remember hearing that. Yeah, a hundred times. Apply yourself. You need to apply yourself. I, th- I think that's probably changed. I think now they what go. What do they say now? Now you're awesome and everyone gets a trophy. Oh, okay. Yeah. We, so <laughs> everyone, apply yourself. Everyone gets a trophy. All right, Fred, next story. Next story. You know, last evening, about 6 o'clock Central Time, I, I just flipped on the TV. I don't normally watch news on the weekend, but I flipped on the TV and there was another shooting. A mall shooting. This one on just in the suburbs of Indianapolis, Indiana. And uh, at that point, we found out at least four people had died, including the shooter. But what made this story a little bit different, and it's very tragic, of course, across the board, is that the shooter was stopped by a gentleman who happened to be in the mall, and he was carrying a legal gun. And he brought that shooter down. And uh, so, you know, it. what makes this very interesting, it goes to the point once again that responsible gun owners can be responsible for doing some incredible things. This could have been far worse. The shooter 
apparently was armed with a what's described here in this Fox News story as a long rifle and several magazines of ammunition. So this shooter, by the sounds of it, was out to do serious damage, kill as many people as possible, but somebody in that mall was carrying, and they brought that shooter down. And so several magazine magazines of, in, uh, of uh, ammunition that went unused yes. because this gentleman yes. was carrying a legal yes. handgun, which this, that's the argument from... Those, the Second Amendment folks, is the problem we're facing here is not with uh, your average law-abiding, well-trained citizens, citizen with weapons, all right? It's these other people who, uh, we, we don't know much about the shooter, no. about whether this was a gun that he obtained legally or stole it or what have you, but this guy with the handgun was not the problem. He no. was, in this case, the solution. Well, had he not uh, shot and killed the... Uh, what do you call him? Perp? Yeah. Perpetrator? Mm-hmm. Then, uh, like you're saying, a lot of p- other people might have died. Yes. And so, you know, that story, that's not, they don't, the left-wing gun control people don't talk about that. No. Right. And that happens a lot. Uh, you read about these kinds of stories, but they don't, they're, they're like 24-hour stories if, if that, and sometimes they don't even make much news at all because there wasn't a mass killing. Yes. Right. Uh, there's a couple of things. Uh, I remember a few weeks ago, we talked about a story, a, a, uh, woman in Virginia, I think it was, was attending some sort of graduation party. Mm-hmm. I think I got my facts right here and she saw this guy pull out a gun and he was about to start mowing down these kids and she shot him. She pulled her, a gun out of her purse and shot him dead. Do you remember this story? I, I don't it, remember it, that it happened. One. It happened a few, uh, couple months ago. Okay. And uh, so, well, uh, over the weekend and the end of last week, uh, Steve Jordahl maybe we'll be dealing with one of these stories uh, in his segment after uh, eleven o'clock. But a couple of different uh, incidents over the weekend where I saw video of people. One was a home invasion, and a guy pulled out his yes, AR-15. I saw in Florida, right? Yes, and and start open fire, and these young young guys ran out. He had uh, cameras set up, so they got two good images, I think at least of two, uh, two of the uh, perpetrators, and they're, they're arrested. They're, they're in custody, maybe, th- all th- maybe three, and they were looking for, for a fourth They were one. about to go in his house. He, they, he, Several teenage they kicked, boys they in kicked Florida. In the front, I think it was around the, Pensacola area. Kicked the front door in. They were inside the house. Oh, they were inside yeah. the house? And uh, now the, the two pictures I saw, the, uh, eight, a 20-year-old and 18-year-old, and the other two might have been uh, younger, but his bedroom was just to the right. So these guys would have been in on him, and his, his wife is screaming in the video. I'm telling you, it's open warfare out there, and oh. you do not have time sometimes to even call the police, let alone wait on them to get there. Good points. Wow. Yeah, so that's, uh, uh, that happened. In, now, there were several people that died. Fred, four people died in that shooting at the Indianapolis three, Mall? Three of the people in the, the mall. Suburb. The, the Innes Mall. Uh, yes, it was the uh, Greenwood Park Mall. Suburb in of Indianapolis. Correct. Correct. Y'all think malls are going to make it? I don't. Personally, this is, this I don't their, see how. You mean talking about just economically? Uh, yeah, yeah. I, this is kind of related to that because I know a lot of people uh, nowadays won't go to malls because it is, you are closed in um, mm-hmm. and... You know. And a lot of them have signs that say no weapons allowed. It's it's a gun-free zone. Even if, I'm, what I'm saying is even if you have a legal oh, you know, concealed carry. You, mean, you can carry. You can't 
You're not supposed, You're not to, supposed to take it well, inside the they, mall. In this case, if there wouldn't have been somebody in there who was carrying, then a lot of more people would probably be dead. Yep. Yes. The, the, again, this is the, there is no need, in my view, to put a sign with a gun with a red slash through it on any building because uh, the people that are going to commit crimes aren't going to care about that sign. Right. So you're going to leave them. You're going to leave innocent people vulnerable because somebody isn't allowed to carry inside the building. Now I would I would make an exception for <clears throat> places where you where guns are like a, a court building, a courtroom, or right. something like that, because people have to go through a metal detector anyway. Yes, right. But um, anyway, I'm just talking I, about. No, I was just I was going to say I would much rather them say all people coming in are subject to spontaneous searches uh, the uh, illegal possession of a gun will result in the police being called or arrest mm-hmm. so if you you get a pat down by security or whatever and you have a permit to carry a legal weapon you're okay mm-hmm. but if you get a pat down and you ha- don't have a concealed carry permit call the cops yeah hey back to my point about malls you think malls are going to make it economically well, you you know it depends on where you are. Uh, you know, you see malls today. Some of the big anchor stores have gone out of business. Um, I think they're still going to remain popular. And I, I'm going to use the example of the weather that we're in right now. It's sure nice to go into an air conditioned area. I, I think what's happening is a lot of these malls. What I've noticed is that they're raising the rent for the stores, and the stores are finding they can still do business outside of that mall where it is cheaper. They find a, I, an empty building. I, I'll, well, I'll tell you. Go ahead. I was going to say th- that's a double-edged sword in terms of, like, the weather. And mm-hmm. because my understanding is a lot of malls have become hangouts for teenagers. So they're especially on the weekends, they're covered over with kids who aren't going to buy anything. Mm-hmm. And I think it scares away parents and, you know, couples who are there to do some shopping. I personally, I don't, I don't know what the percentage would be, but I wouldn't be surprised to see half of the malls out of business. I, I haven't been, the only time I go to a mall now is to occasionally go see a, a movie or to go to the bookstore. Yeah, but that's to go to the theater. Yes. Or to, or to go to the bookstore. You're, you're not walking up and down the mall. No. Like, like we used to do in the 70s, 80s, and right. 90s, right? Mm-hmm. When malls were a big thing. Yeah. Uh, so I just wonder what y'all thought about that. I think Amazon 2's. Yeah. Yes. Amazon's hurt a lot of retailers. Yes. Uh, but especially, I think, in, you know, the malls. Um, because, yeah. Because, you, you know, people say, hmm, do I want to drive down, park, go inside the mall and shop, or do I want to go click, 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 boom? Right. <laughs> especially if there's any thought that that mall parking lot at night is unsafe. Yes. I'm not. I'm and not, there's more and more malls. That people are thinking are unsafe. Right. Uh, look what happened here at this mall in uh, Suburbian, mm-hmm. yep. Indianapolis. A, 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 probably a nice neighborhood, a nice yep. town. And yeah. a lot of the stores that are in the mall, you can buy products from them online. They're they're doing that to try to compete with That's why I'm saying Amazon. I think Amazon's uh, hurt a lot of retailers in that way. All right, Fred, next story. There is a woman by the name of Charlene Carter uh, who used to be a flight attendant with Southwest Airlines. 
Uh, she is $5 million richer today. A federal jury in Texas had a, has awarded her more than $5 million after the airline fired her over her stance on abortion in a lawsuit dating back to 2017. Basically, the story is this. Uh, Charlene Carter uh, is pro-life. She was very upset uh, that uh, the union that she was forced to be part of, the Transportation Workers Union of America, TWU, uh, members of that union apparently used union money to go to a women's march in Washington, D.C. You may remember there was kind of a protest march after Donald Trump became president of the United States, 2017. And so you had the Southwest Airlines flight attendants using union money to go to a march against Donald Trump. And uh, they are pro-abortion in their stance. So Charlene uh, Carter, being pro-life, objected to that. And she wanted to stop paying her dues to that union. And uh, she had exchanges on social media. And apparently the airline management uh, sided with the union, in this case, the pro-abortion flight attendants. The union didn't like her postings. And uh, the airline uh, went along with that. And they eventually fired Charlene Carter. And this judge said, basically, you can't do that. That she had a right to express her views I bet on she her would, social media yeah, site. I bet she wouldn't have been fired if her views had been pro-choice. No. I think that's a pretty good guess. Uh, I bet I bet they would, it's only because she was pro-life, and that's probably what the judge, one of the things the judge said. But uh, she won five. So Southwest Airlines got to write her a check for five no, million? No, it's uh, 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 Southwest pays her $4.15 million. And then local five five six of the transport workers union has to pay her nine fifty nine hundred. You mean they 000. were against her? Yes, they, they did were, because she wasn't on. She wasn't a part of the union, right? So they I think got, she they was got, a part of the union. She was part of it, but she objected. She objected to it, and that's another part she of the story. Objected to what? Being she was uh, objected to being forced to pay dues. Here's the problem, and this is this is a larger union issue. There, there are federal rules that were passed that force people who enter into a union shop. Pilots are unionized, flight attendants. You know, we have unions representing various workers across the country. And there were some laws that were passed down through the years that said if I wanted to go work as a flight attendant at Southwest, I didn't have the right to say I don't want to be part of the union. Right. You get hired, you're part of the union. You don't have a choice. She objected to it on the basis that she's pro-life and her unions, her union was expressing a pro-abortion point of view. Uh, the National Right to Work Foundation fights on behalf of people like Charlene. This is what they had to say. This long overdue verdict vindicates Ms. Carter's fundamental right to dissent from the causes and ideas that TWU union officials who claim to represent Southwest flight attendants support while forcing workers to bankroll their activities. That was the big issue here. She, Because she was a member of the union, her dues were going towards things that she disagreed with. No American worker should have to fear termination, intimidation, or any other reprisal merely for speaking out against having their own money spent purportedly in their name to promote an agenda they find abhorrent. 
That's why a lot of unions get themselves in hot water with workers. Now, I'm just saying personally, AFA doesn't have an official position on these kinds of issues. I, so I'll just, but I will just speak personally. I don't have a problem with unions. If Southwest Airlines, as a corporation, wants to deal with unions, okay, and they require that if you're going to work for Southwest, you have to belong to the union, okay, that's that's fine. That's, you know, the free market system. Unions are supposed to be there to protect the uh, salaries and benefits of their workers. Great. Have that argument. I'm also in favor of right-to-work states and all those kinds of things. But where unions get themselves in trouble is that they get involved in political efforts that have nothing to do with Southwest Airlines, for example. It's got nothing to do with being a flight attendant or a pilot right. on Southwest Airlines. It's got nothing to do with it. <laughs> why does Transport Workers Union, why are they even, why do they have a dog in the fight when it comes to abortion? Right. Mm -hmm. So they're going to use employee, you know, union member dues to fight for something that not all the union workers are in favor of. That's where they're getting themselves in trouble. And the same thing is true, especially in these teachers unions. Oh, yes. yeah, I know. The, the, by the way, congratulations. What's the uh, lady's Charlene name? Charlene Carter. Charlene Carter. She's from Texas. Yes. And so she was awarded $5 million. The judge said, Southwest Airlines got to pay her 4.1, and this the union. Uh, what's the name of the union again? The Transport Union. Workers Union. At least they're trans. Mm. <laughs> <Huh>? <laughs> yes, they're, they're trans. What are they? Trans Transport workers. So they're transitioning union. into workers. No, I don't think that's right. But the, <laughs> they are transporting. So word, I don't know what the word trans has forever been changed, yes. right? Mm -hmm. Like gay. I, I know. Probably. TWA is glad they're not around anymore, right? <laughs> trans World Airlines, yeah. yep. They'd have been mocked and jeered. Yep. Um, it's a trans world. So you're transitioning into being a what? A, a, a train? Uh, as a, as <laughs> if you a, want to. As a Jim. plane? I'm, I'm saying as a – I have to explain that joke. It's going to take too long, right? Yes. Okay, so good for her. She won $5 million. And I, I uh, like you guys, I've never understood forced – Union uh, pay forcing people to pay union dues. Well, you you have to you have to pay for the like like any bureaucracy kind of you have to pay for you have to pay for the people who are going to run the union and you have to pay so that there's money. Fine, do to it run voluntarily. Campaigns. Well, I don't have problem with unions yeah. existing, but people can join or not join. Well, of course, I live in a right to work state, and I think right to work states are the American way. Right. I, I don't understand compulsory union membership because of the reasons you mentioned earlier. A lot of unions are they're just they're left wing on almost all the other issues. And so you're forcing like in this case mm -hmm. with this uh lady, you know, she's a Christian, pro life. She's having to pay her dues to the Southwest Airlines Union uh flight attendants and pilots, I guess. And then they're at they're they're not they're as you say they're not uh, just saying we want better work environment or work conditions for our pilots and stewardesses or our well I just got I'm gonna get banned on YouTube again for <laughs> saying stewardess stewardesses that's sexist uh, flight attendants flight attendants yeah. uh, so they're gonna uh, you know so they take stands on issues like abortion and. 
and uh, probably COVID and other things that have nothing to do necessarily with them being a flight attendant uh, and why you would, why you would pay your union dues. Right. So then um, that's happened a lot. You mentioned teachers unions. These teachers unions, like the National Education Association, they take all kind of left wing positions right. on all kind of issues, have nothing to do with the work working conditions or environment of of the people paying the dues. Right. You know, so uh, good for her. Glad she won. Yes, we're getting tired of winning. <laughs> Just like Trump. somebody said. Yeah. <laughs> All right, you're listening to today's issues on American Family Radio. Fred, you got to get to the Washington D.C. mayor story before we run out of time because that is just that's a beauty right there. <laughs> just pull beauty. it up, pull it up out of your stack of stuff there because we we can't miss this one. Absolutely. Well, you know, uh, we have a crisis on our southern border. In fact, there's new figures out that in the month of June there are 207,000 incursions on our southern border in one month no we have an invasion yes that was that that has been planned by joe biden invited and approved yes by the current kamala i'm studying the root causes harris yes yes she's been down there so many times investigating she's studying the root causes she's been to el paso no telling how many times well one of the responses now the the state of texas has been hard hard hit by this I mean, oh, it's sure. being more over, than any other state. It's being overrun by illegals. One of the ways they have tried to deal with this is put some of these illegals on buses and ship them to uh, blue areas of this of the United States, particularly of Washington D.C. Governor Washington. Abbott announced this a few months ago. Yes, Washington D.C. and Arizona is doing the same thing. The Arizona governor is doing the same thing. Yes, uh, you folks there in those right. Democrat-run areas, right? You believe in illegal immigration? Right. Hey, here, here you go. Here, here's have some. Right. Well, Washington D.C. Mayor Muriel Bowser, she was on CBS Face the Nation this weekend. Mm-hmm. Oh, she's upset. Yeah. She brought up. Washington Post report that suggested homeless shelters are now being filled with illegal immigrants being bussed in from Texas and Arizona. This in is, her city. This is terrible. She's, this is terrible. Yeah, this is this is this this story right here. And she she complains that these illegals were tricked, air quotes, <laughs> tricked into getting yeah. on the buses right. to go to DC. She thinks are she thinks are completely idiots. <laughs> I mean that's kind of a racist yep. view to have. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but, but just what brought a tear to my eye was the fact that here is a, uh, left wing mayor in New York city who's all for, uh, illegal immigration into America. As long as it doesn't come to her hometown. That's right. And when it comes to her hometown and her homeless shelters, she says are full and overrun and she's blaming Abbott, governor Abbott and the mayor of also the governor of Arizona. Because they've sent like 4,000 of these uh, people who've come over our border illegally. They bust them to, to Washington, D.C. Mm-hmm. Well, now she's, this this mayor, this liberal mayor, is having to deal with what Texas and Arizona, for example, have to deal with, uh, having to have been deal with every day because a Democrat president wants to flood our country with people here uh, illegally. Well, she it, it's she, just a, she doesn't have a legal leg to stand on. She can she can complain about it, but once the Biden administration says these folks can come into our country and go anywhere they want, all right, you cannot restrict their movement legally. You can't. 
So Texas has every right to say, listen, we're going to give you a voucher for food. Some great restaurants in D.C. We're giving you vouchers. Get on the bus. You go to the nation's capital. They have better welfare there than we do in Texas. Right. We encourage you. You can get jo- better right. jobs. Right. As long as they get on those buses willingly, the the federal government can't stop those buses with those people from going to D.C. and uh, unloading. Also, she we're talking about the mayor of D.C. here, a liberal lady mm-hmm. who's complaining because uh, illegals are being bused to D.C. from uh, Texas and Arizona, and that she doesn't know what to do with them all. <laughs> I just want to it's laugh. hilarious. It's hilarious. It's it's yeah. it's uh, as I say, it's hilarious and also it's joyful. <laughs> it's a joyful to watch because she's having to she's having to deal with what the Texas and uh, Arizona have having having to be deal with. Listen, I think this is going to be a big issue uh, at the ballot box in November. I think. Uh, People around the country, not everybody cares, but people around the country have seen these videos and pictures and even experienced some of this problem of people coming here illegally in their own towns and communities, especially along the border. But uh, I think it's going to be a big issue because Biden and Harris, they promised during the campaign to let people come here by the millions, mm-hmm. and to give them free health care when they came here. You remember that? That's yep. right. That's right. And, uh, and what, uh, Biden invited a surge? Mm-hmm. Am, I, am I making this up? No. no. You're not? That's the word he used, right? That's right. While he was running for president. Yes, and then he quit building any kind. He, he said, stop building walls. Right. Mm-hmm. Let them in. Mm-hmm. And let them, let them go where they want to. Want to stop the uh, Trump-era uh, policy of right. waiting in racist. Mexico? Racist. If you're going to have to wait in Mexico. Yeah. So I think me, I think a lot of people are, that's going to be one of the top voting issues in November uh, when we have elections. Thank you, Fred. You're welcome. We shall return momentarily with more of today's issues. The views and opinions expressed in this broadcast may not necessarily reflect those of the American Family Association or American Family Radio.